0: At that point, that's when I kind of had that feeling like I don't want to do this anymore. Um, that I don't think real estate is for me. Um, I, I'll be honest, I'm not like a, a salesy, salesy person, but I know what I do and I know it very well. So I kind of got to feel like maybe real estate is not for me. Maybe I should just go to a like corporate world. But then I kind of had that mindset like, you know, this, you can't quit. You have to keep doing what you want to do and keep pushing.
1: Welcome to Let's Talk Real with Mel. We are here with Daryl Williams, realtor with Compass, yes. uh, out of Manhattan, New York, mostly Manhattan and Brooklyn, I think. Yeah, you do. Manhattan and Brooklyn, yes. All right, tell us a little bit about your, your how you got started and a little bit about your business.
0: I'm um, yeah, so originally from Philadelphia, born and raised. I moved to New York City about um, 12 years ago or so, around 2011. Um, my grandparents are real estate here in Philly. I've always been around the business. That's uh, always intrigued by property, helping them out and helping them get their business to another level. And then when I moved to New York, um... I was intrigued by New York City real estate. It's New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got into the business around 20... 2012. End of 2012, beginning in 2013. And ever since then, I've just been moving my way up into business. Um, I just took the initiative to learn all of New York City. That's my goal. I'm not from there. So, I wanted to learn every single neighborhood, every single pricing point, every single property type. And that's what I take my, uh, pride into into mm-hmm. my into my business and into my clients. So being serious about it. Not yes. a hobby. This is a <laughs> career. It's my career. I'm at the school of economics. So you know, it's not fully into what real estate is, but you know, that background with numbers and learning the markets and no understand how, you know, real estate works I think helps my business. Okay. Where'd you go to school? Penn State. Oh independent state. Yes. Okay. Yep. Lady <laughs> Lions. Yes. 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 Big wrestling school. Yes. wrestling football.
1: football. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Big wrestling school. Yep. yep. So um okay, so independent state. A econ major, mm-hmm. um, and then now we're in real estate. Kind of still, it's connected. Yes, it's connected to so real I mean, yeah, yeah, it's connected. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, when you you know out of the gate in in you know 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. did you mm-hmm. were
0: you did you come out like full time in real estate? Or? Uh, I did full time. I started a very small firm. I was about probably no more than 20 people at the firm. Um, I worked there for almost seven or eight years, and then I went to another company. And then I joined Compass in 2021. Um, in the small firm, it was a learning curve because I didn't really have the support that a bigger company has, but took the initiative and did a lot of the legwork that some people may not want to do in in business if not working at a big company. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's... I had some... I had a mentor to help me out when I joined that company that's to tell me to learn different buildings, learn different neighborhoods, um, learn different price points. Don't have people come to you if you're a New York City broker and not know the pricing of a neighborhood in Brooklyn or pricing in Manhattan. I just I wanted to be a New York City broker, not just a certain neighborhood in the city. Mm-hmm. I and mean, that was that was a pride that I took into. It. I think that has helped my business elevate. So it took a lot of study. Yes, it did. Yeah, New York City has a lot of neighborhoods. People may know black people. And a few people. Yes, than- yes, eight million people. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. would you say that your
1: your academic background? Because obviously you didn't just like stumble into Penn State. You know, no, there was a, yeah. there was some academic requirements to even make you eligible to attend that university. Yes. Um... Would you say that that, that same studious mentality, just basically you just took that same and carried it straight over to... to
0: uh, in the neighborhoods? Yeah, I would say a studious mentality, and, um, being from a city like Philadelphia, you you're a blue-collar city, we're very hard workers, we don't give up very easily. And so when I moved to New York, I brought that same mentality to New York City, just to, you know, not making any excuses for, you know, if I'm not from the area or just, you know, any background that I have, just make any excuses and just learn as much as I can and, um, just, and elevate myself as much as possible. Okay. Yeah. So, let me ask you, so you, um, Giants or
1: Eagles? I'm an Eagles. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> yes, there. All right, all right. So Definitely. You're looking pretty good. Uh yeah, looking pretty good last year, and I'm nervous. I'm, a, I'm yeah. nervous for this year. Yeah you guys are looking better. <laughs> Yeah. Out of the top yeah. team in the conference, hopefully. Not, yeah, Knock on wood. Yeah, that's that's what they're projecting.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. All
1: right, and so now, so we're, we um... Fast forward, what what was your, you know, 10 years in the business, and what, what is your... What are your numbers, what's your business kind of look
0: like now? Like, how many units, how much volume? Um, I would say, like, on average, my volume is, like, around 20 to 25 million on average. I can I mean, do a lot better, you know? I mean, I say that's great, and I say that's bad numbers, but I think I can just push myself a lot more. Um, I'm all, I am in New York City, so the units can be on the lower side. Right, I can have between, higher end. Yeah, right. So some, yeah, one of my best years, I did uh, 127 transactions. That was between rentals and sales. Um, That was between 20 and 21. But on average, I do, um... Uh, I would say on sales a year on average, maybe like 19 sales a year. Okay, but that's New York City, it's so the price is a lot higher. And a yeah, and then uh, a lot of like the rentals that I represent owners for. It. Um, so that's a lot of my business also. Okay, yeah. and so. So
1: we're doing, you know, 20 units on average. You did as many as 127. Yeah. Uh, And then you, uh, and we're looking at about a million and a half price point, you're doing 25 million. Yeah. That's, um, that's a lot of real estate. Now, was it, was it, I mean, was it always?
0: Did you do that in year one? No, Uh, 2013? No, my my first year, it was one of my hardest years. I didn't hardly make any money my first year. I, I think that, that had me with like, two or three transactions, and that was helping my principal broker at the time with his listings. Okay. Um, and then there's learning. this networking is big for me. I don't mind going to networking events. I don't mind going to broker events. I don't mind being uncomfortable in certain settings to get to meet new people. Meet people who are not from my background or not from, you know, the city or suburbs. doesn't matter to me. As long as you're a person, I can get along with you. I can network with you. That's most important to me. And that helped me grow my business. So I meet people wherever they are. Um, I'll go to certain neighborhoods. I don't have a, uh, a any blighters on. I'm not, you know, not naive to any extent, but I definitely, definitely am not kind of close-minded. And that has helped my business elevate. Okay. So, year one, were you
1: full-time? With, uh, yes, I was full-time. Uh, okay. Yes, full-time year one, two or three transactions. Maybe maybe not enough to put food on the table? I it was... Uh, not quite. I not mean, quite, not no, quite. No. Okay, and then at what point... Between year one and now year 10, yep. were you like... when did it click? Like, man, this
0: is... I this is good. Well, after making it, you know, 87% of agents fail in this, within two years, two or three years. So after making it past year two and three, um, and I'm like, okay, I definitely can last in this business. And I definitely, coming from a family that does real estate, I knew, you know, not to expect to make money right away. And I knew that it's not gonna be an easy process in the beginning. So I just had that mindset that I have to stick it out. And I would say probably about year four, like four and a half, year three or four, I would say I start seeing a change, start getting more referrals, start being comfortable contacting owners, talking to people, um, just doing a lot more with my network and I started to see my business grow. Okay, yeah. Were there any times when you thought about um,
1: maybe it's not for you?
0: Yeah, I would say in 2017, I think that was my worst year since when I started. And at that point, that's when I kind of had that feeling like I don't want to do this anymore, um, that I don't think real estate is for me. Um, I, I'll be honest, I'm not like a, a salesy, salesy person, but I know what I do and I know it very well. So I kind of got to feel like maybe real estate is not for me. Maybe I should just go to like a corporate world. But then I kind of had that mindset like, you know, I just, you can't quit. You have to keep doing what you want to do and keep pushing. And then um, I just practice more, listening uh, listen to people who are higher or doing better than me, listen to their advice, trying to take their advice, and implement my own and from there I just started doing a lot better in my business. Uh yeah, I'm in year ten, but that doesn't mean I know everything and I'm I'm not gonna admit that I know everything because then at that point you're not being honest to yourself. You're not growing. So um I would say that yeah, twenty seventeen was my worst year since I started. I just started trying to elevate from there. All
1: right. And so and that wasn't that long ago. So you, so that's probably the halfway point. Yeah, that's halfway that's halfway that's point. Point. yeah, halfway point. Halfway yeah. point. You're yeah. thinking yeah. That, that maybe it's not for you. Yeah. you push through, and then and now you're doing very well.
0: I could do be, yes. Yeah, you could do, well, better.
1: do better. Right. better. Yes. Yeah, you do better, but you're able to get some peanut butter with your job. Yes, yes, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe two loaves of bread, not right. yeah. one, and I have to fold it. All right. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yep. Get rye. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. So, um, you know, because sometimes, well. We know that sometimes that breakthrough happens yeah. right when it gets very, very hard. Yeah. hmm And you're just, you know, and quitting is just on the other side. Yeah. But then also so is that victory. What was that, what was that moment? What <clears throat> The turning point when you said you were thinking about going corporate, but then you...
0: you knew you had it. Like, yeah. what was that moment, if you remember that? I just... My moment for me is just thinking about this history of real estate. You know, 2017, there wasn't a market crash. There wasn't a pandemic. There wasn't anything to really have me to reason not to keep going. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't really any excuses. I just had to look at myself and realize what am I doing wrong that I can be, that I can get better at. And I think that was more of the turning point for me. It's just realizing, sitting down, thinking, and writing down, like, why would I quit real estate? It gives me the freedom to kind of move around. I can meet different people. I could be sitting here with you that I couldn't even do any other industry, and so I kind of sat down and thought about you know the pros and cons. And thought, okay, people can do sales in in 2008, 2009 when the market was mm-hmm. in the toilet, or 2007. So what is in 2017? What am I doing wrong, and and why this is one of my worst years? And just kind of sat there and thought, okay, Daryl, you have to do better. You have to figure out ways to generate more business, and um that's kind of was a turning point for me. It's just like. I have no reason to quit, so you took ownership.
1: Yeah, I took ownership. I took responsibility took for took ownership. You and you play sports?
0: Uh, I, in high school I did. Yep. What did you play? Uh, mostly track, track and field. Track and field for fifth grade to I like graduated high school. Okay. Yep. So
1: track and track and field is what. Yep. There's some there. I mean, I said, I said it before. I will say it again. Yep. Um, individual sports. Yep. Swimming, track and field, wrestling, tennis, tennis, golf. All. <laughs> yeah. yep. yep. Those sports tend to um not that the other sports don't but. Individual sports tend to create a certain type of, um, certain type of ownership, a certain type of character, because you can't like when you're running. What was your event? What was your best event?
0: Um, I did the two and a four, and sometimes the eight hundred in those uh, individual and the relay teams. Okay. Yep. Right. And you don't. Um. In the two and the four, like
1: it's just like who? There's no one to blame, right? Right. I mean, you know.
0: Yeah. If you don't, if you don't, yeah. if you right. come in last play, exactly, and that's all you can blame is yourself. Either you didn't try hard enough, you didn't practice, you didn't prepare. Mentally, physically, is everything's on you, and that's kind of similar to real estate. I look at. I mean, maybe not so physically, but you know that helps as well. A healthy bodies, healthy mind. Um, but for me, it's just more mentally. Like I had to change my mindset mentally. Um, You know, maybe not spending much time watching TV or not going out as much. Being back in this bunker, and focus on what I have to do to accomplish to get where I want to be.
1: Okay.
0: So when when you went back to the drawing board, what did, what were what were some of the first things you did? Um. Some of the first things I did is trying to just, be honest, I actually role played a lot in the mirror talking to myself about different interactions I'll have with clients, whether it be a buyer, whether it be a seller, people I network. And that's kind of just, just different ways of how conversations can go and prepare myself more. That's the biggest part of real estate is talking to people um, and just being comfortable and just, just pointing out there knowing what you know about your business and how you can help people. And that's what I actually get a lot, There's um, like just talking to myself and just saying, okay, Daryl, this is what you have to do. If you were in a situation, how would you handle this conversation? How would you handle this situation? How would you go about this? And then that's being more comfortable in front of people. Um, like sitting here, like I would never usually do this. Probably five years ago, I'd never probably sit here. It wouldn't be comfortable. Um, but just trying to get out of that comfort zone, comfort zone for me and just thinking, what's the worst that could happen? I call an owner, I call a buyer, they could hang up the phone. That's it. that's it. I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. Or be right here. Or so, right, whatever. Yeah, legit. that's it. I just kind of got that mentality of like, you know, I can really don't doesn't really matter to me. I'm just gonna do what I have to do. Yep. And that's kind of that's changed my whole mindset. What's up? Did you
1: yep. did you come up with? I mean, because role play, as we know from from training and from yep. from um, you know conferences and all that good stuff, is important. Yep. Did you did you learn
0: that, or is that something that you just said? You're just trying different things. I. I, I never, like, really had, like, coaching coaching, which is why I, you know, want to get more into that. Um, but I, I was really, like, you know, um, the book that everyone buys, the uh, Gary Keller book. Mm-hmm. And I was reading that, and then I was buying a lot of health book... Uh, uh, self-help books, and just trying to just learn different ways and kind of interact with people. And, and I kind of got ideas from that about role-playing. mm mm-hmm. Good stuff.
1: Yeah. All right. So... So taking back to the, um... I guess before real estate, because I'm, I'm just... I don't, I'm not going to guess your age, but I'm guessing that pretty much after college you went straight Yeah,
0: to so I'm, 30, that... I'm 30. I just started 34 in April. Yeah, so you're... First of this year. So, um, I graduated college in 2011, um, mm-hmm. and uh, I moved straight from Philly to New York City. And then I was interviewed, and I interviewed, like, I, I'm very aggressive, so I went online and, and LinkedIn emailed all the recruiters. I didn't have to supply the places. I emailed recruiters and took initiative, which is probably why I, I'm doing pretty decent in real estate. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got interviews from that. That was inter- I got interviews with Erston Young, American Express, um, Thomas Rewarders. It's by reaching out on my own people and not waiting people to come to me. And I got interviews that way and then I just realized that I don't want to be co- in, in a
1: corporate world. So you never never even started. We're doing interviews but then did you did you accept a position? No.
0: Yeah, no, I was uh working at Best Buy to be honest at that time at, at that time. And then, um, I met my principal broker, and, uh, I interviewed the company early in 2012, and then by the, that fall, I was starting the company while I was getting my real estate license. And so, I never really, like, took it initiative to go anywhere else. I just got right into real estate. Yep. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, you kind of knew... And, and really, I guess, you know, some could say it was in your blood a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was grandparents in real estate here in Philly, so I was helping them in open houses when I was younger. Uh, and helping them with marketing, and, and I so I knew what you have to do to be successful. I can't sit at home and twiddle my thumbs and wonder why nothing's happening and give an excuse. I have to be, a, be a person to go get it and 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 you know and be an initiative, get things done. Yeah. How did they
1: um, take the news when you when you told them that you were? No, they like the it. They, yeah, they
0: love it. Yeah. It's, you know they can I can talk with them about the market here, the market in New York, or that's real estate in general, or that's you know something happens with clients. And that's the transactions in general. Now I kind of understand, and they like talking to me about it. Yeah, were they nervous at first? No, when you first came out of school, they weren't putting any pressure on you to. Uh, I would say, to an extent, you know, the safety net is getting is going to get a, a job, a corporate job, and that's kind of what's taught in this in general in this you know minority communities. Like you know, yeah, we were talking about that. Right? Follow the safety net, mm. and um, I don't know if that was their mindset. No one ever told it to me, but maybe you know, probably deep down, you know, because it is moving to New York City. Is it very Lots of, of change. change. A lot of change. Is it a city I don't know. Um, You know, I'm, I'm not from there, so I don't really know the areas. And then, you know, it can be scary getting into a business that you don't know. Um, in a city in a city you don't know in a business that's not a salary business. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say that's a, a little scary. Yeah, but yeah. I know they super problem. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: definitely problem. Yeah, tell me tell me in that that 2017 time when you not 2017 20 that's 2020 2021. Well, you had 127 transactions in one
0: year. Did you have help? Uh, yeah, I mean, I worked with a company at the time, uh, m and It's a company in in uh, Brooklyn, in Williamsburg. And so, like, you know, it was kind of helped position on certain projects and developments, but, like, every project I was on or even my own sales, I just kind of elevated. But, I mean, h- help do it. How did... How were you even able to serve 127? I kind of broke myself know. out. Well, I was in rentals and sales. Yeah, but I burned myself yeah. out, and so I kind of took a break in last year. I was, okay. My numbers were as good as la- last year. Kind of just took a break mentally. I was just kind of drained. Yeah, from 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was... In 2020, also. With this 2020, that was happening in the world, and this and that it actually was pretty busy in New York City um, during that time, so I just kind of got myself drained mentally. Yeah, yeah. That's, a lot yeah. Of, that's a lot of transactions. Yeah, in person. Mm-hmm. Yep, which is why I'm glad, because like in 2017, I had no reason to quit, but I was thinking of that mindset. So when 2020 came around, I was thinking the world was going to end, you know the market's crash. The market's crashed. No one's buying hot property. But for me, I kept a positive mindset. I like okay, okay, I can still get deals done. And from there, just everything just started getting. I just started elevating a lot more in my business. I'm um, getting more referrals, and just keeping that mindset and not listening to the news. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's just been helping me a lot too. All yeah. right. What about um, what about uh, friends and other family?
1: Not your mm-hmm. not your grandparents, but other friends. Did were you getting more encouraging words? Discouraging I know we can get sometimes mixed reviews from our, our friends and family on... on...
0: Um, no, my friends and family are supportive. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, no... No discouragement from anyone like that, no. I, I try to have people around me that be honest that, you know, are discouraging or have a negative mindset. I don't need to be around those kind of people. I love it. Yeah, most of my family or friends are very supportive. I don't... So you trim them out? Yeah, I trim yeah. them out. You don't need to have negativity in your life. You know, they're, they're draining enough, so... I just kind of so people like that kind of zone them out. All right, I keep a cordial relationship, but I don't have to, you know, interact a little too much. I love it. This is it. Yeah, I know. that's a, that's yeah, that's the way to go. That's how I am in general. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. And so,
1: what other um, exercises? Because you, you know, you talked about uh, some of the role play, um, mm-hmm. keeping out negative influences. Yeah. Um, what other things that you do? Either you know mentally, spiritually, physically, um, to to really be prepared and be your best version in that 2021 time to um
0: to be able to sustain that type of business. Yeah, I think just having like a system in place of like for me, what I have a where I meet with a buyer or even a seller, I kind of have the same process in place. Like, I don't just try to wing, wing it. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, okay, this is I meet a buyer, they give referral to me or I meet them at open house or wherever. Or I just, their lead from somewhere. I just kind of have the same process about going about every single thing. Mm-hmm. And that has helped me before. I used to just wing it and just try to figure out, you know, how I should I go about it, overthinking. Now I introduce to someone, this is what I'll do. I, you know, I'll email, this is kind of the questionnaire I'll have, this is what, I'll email my buyer's guide or email them my seller's guide every single process of me to say um that's kind of how I do it Now I tweak it depending on who I'm speaking with or kind of get the feel from that person but I kind of keep everything the same and, and that's going to help my business and it's trying to have a like solid plan and you know um and it's staying organized I'm very organized um everything is like Google calendar everything is in email uh is labeled in email color coded so I just keeping track of everything and this um not getting off course has helped me a lot Early in my career I wasn't like that. I was just kind of just winging it in this and and I was thinking that thinking at real estate more of is a transaction and not more of like building rapport with people. And once I changed that that thinking like this is uh people are spending the most money they're ever gonna spend, um, or anything. And treating people more of, you know, like a human and not it's not just a transaction. It's it's their life decision <laughs> on real estate. And, you know, that's just changing that mindset has helped me a lot. Yeah, and you got the
1: right mindset. You know, you you exerting the discipline. So tell me, where where do you see your? I mean, last ten years. Where do you see the next ten years with your with respect to your business?
0: Um. Yeah. So in the next ten years, I mean, I see myself just trying to elevate each year, just trying to get better. And then, like a lot of that comes on me. Like whatever the market does, the market's going to do. I can't worry about that. But um, people are always going to buy houses. They're always going to sell houses. And regardless of what the news may say. It's still gonna have to express none of matters. Yeah, it may slow down to a certain extent, but that is not an excuse why things can't get done. Um, But I see myself just trying to elevate in the next ten years, and um, and eventually just more focusing on investing on my own, and maybe not being so much on the broker side, and just becoming more of like a full time investor. That's like my goal for the next ten years.
1: Kind okay, of transition yeah. now, and and yeah, I found that and that the um, the commissions
0: fuel and feed the investments. Yeah. you're just taking that and then just pushing it over us. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's my goal. That's my uh my dream in the next like ten years or so. Definitely. Yeah, okay. So
1: next ten years we're gonna we're 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 gonna be making a shift kind of more on the investing side. Yeah. Um yep. being the landlord or being the flipper or what yeah. have you. All right. What what um what would you say to um to the the you know, the viewer that is um you know Either in a business, starting a business, thinking about starting a business, um, and trying to say, well, I mean, because it'd be easy to to from the outside to say, I mean, your grandparents were in real estate. Yeah. Um, you went to Penn State. Yeah. Um, so you're smart. Yep. You're um, you're organized. You're you're an Android user. Yeah. You got. I mean, you got everything yeah. there right? for you. Yep. Well, but but that's not me. How? What would you say to them in terms of? how they can push through in a time that maybe where they may not see that path as clearly Mm -hmm. or their future maybe not as bright, but they don't want to give up on their dreams of business ownership or this particular business or starting the business, what would you say to them to help get them through?
0: Yeah, I would say the main thing is, for me, like, helped me a lot. I don't really worry about what someone else is doing, and I think that's the biggest issue today with people is that and focus on, oh, this person, they look like they're doing good. They're doing great. They've only been doing this for two years. Looks to be deceiving. I think just focus on what you, you, what you have in front of you and that's being disciplined and being patient and that's sticking to your guns. And don't worry about whatever what else is doing. Don't worry about someone's new car you see on Instagram or their vacation or their house. Don't worry about that because if you start thinking that way, you're going to think, I have to get there within a year. And you're not there, you're going to put too much pressure on yourself. Just focus on what you, what you are doing. Focus on your business and how you get better at your craft. Regardless if it's a restaurant, are you are you selling? You know, open up a new business, a cafe, or whatever. Just focus on your end goal and don't worry about anyone else. And that's how you can get better. You have to, you have to admit to yourself what your weaknesses are, and like and then you have to work on that. And just be patient. Like for me, like I, I thought about quitting real estate like a, a couple of times. Not just twenty seventeen. but was the most time. But you know, it, when you when the, when COVID happened, I thought like, wow, maybe real estate's not going to happen. You, you watch the news, oh, you know, New York City's this, New York City's that. But I'm like, okay, I'll get, get that noise out and just focus on what I want to accomplish. And that's it. I don't care about any white noise. and Let's do what I have to do. And I think people just to be patient and just like be disciplined. Like you can miss going out one weekend or you can miss a show that's on Netflix. It's going to be on Netflix. You don't have to binge watch it at that time. If you got more important stuff to do. This is staying focused and being disciplined in this in this thinking about what the future could look like. Yeah, it's gonna be rough now, but no one no one has had a business successful right off the ground. Like, you know, everyone sees a finished product, but they never see what people did in the beginning. That's you to look and see, you know, it's gonna be a bumpy road, but at the end it'll be worth it. Yeah, or even what they did yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, because even now you're you're I yeah. mean you're successful, but it's it's not like you, you're you're not taking your foot off the gas. It doesn't sound like it.
0: So you're, you're yeah. still pushing... Because I'm not like where I want to be. Like, yeah, okay, I, I can... At a level where I'm better than I was five years ago, but I'm not where I want to be personally. And I'm not... And I don't compare myself to other brokers or agents. I don't worry about what they're doing. Because then, you know, like you said, comparison to thief for Joy, I don't worry about what, what anyone else. I just try to see, okay, Daryl, you didn't do this. You didn't do this right. Or... You just have to be focused on what, I, what I'm doing. I can't worry about what X is doing, what Y is doing, what Z is doing. Because that's not going to get me anywhere. you're just going to be worrying about, oh, how did how did they get that? How did they get, get this? You're worrying about the wrong things. Just worrying about what you're not doing correctly or what you could do better. And that's the issue with, I think, people with business in general. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But comparison and comparison is the Comparison, yeah. And social media is, is the worst result. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I, I kind of put a blocker in my social media. like. Okay. I have a limit on Instagram. It's, like, 45 minutes a day. And, because, and like, you guys get laws, and you're like, oh, wow, this person's going on vacation again. Oh, wow, they have a new car. Oh, wow, they sold this. I don't know how they did to get that. I don't know what they did. So, I can't think about I I like that, right. I actually. I mean, I'm, we, we yeah. recently
1: I just, even found out about that for the kids. Yeah. Just really recently, like, in the last 30 days, you know, found out about that, the yep. limitations and that sort of thing. Yeah, But putting putting that on yourself, to help with discipline.
0: To be honest, like sometimes I delete Instagram like in the morning. It won't reinstall until I like done. Like I get home at night, because like you know if I'm just you just on the laptop, you're like, oh let me scroll on Instagram, and it's, you'll get lost. Like damn, it's ten minutes past. And right. I could be doing or ten 40 minutes, minutes or forty minutes. Right. And then you look at the daily average, like wow, I spent an hour on Instagram. That's an hour where I can be doing something to better myself, and not just endlessly scroll and scroll and scroll or learn, like, a new language, or something like that in an hour. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know? So, I, I actually... I delete it in the morning sometime, and then I'll reinstall, like, in the evening. It takes, like, a second to reinstall, so... Because that's... I had to, like, get disciplined with myself and not, like, get stuck in that loop. Okay. I was, yeah, you'll get stuck. Yeah. 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 What do you like to do outside of real estate? Um, food. <laughs> like, I love food. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, I love food. I like to travel. Um... I like to hang out with my friends and, you know, I like watching sports and, you know, um, all sports. I don't care what it is. Just, I like this competition. And then, um, yeah, and just being with family and friends, that's the most important when, when I have time. Yep. That's good stuff.
1: Yeah, it's stuff. Let I me... Mean, I got a quote of the day. Let me, let me see what we got. Entrepreneurship is living a few years of your life like most people won't, so that you can spend the rest of your life like most people can't. Right. I know it's so author. I know we... Yeah, Some
0: version right. of the yeah, yeah. version yeah. of that, more. What do you think about that? Uh, I think it's true. I mean, you know, not everyone can be an entrepreneur and, and not say that people don't, shouldn't go that route, but, you know, it can be hard. It can be months or weeks, especially real estate, where you might not make any money, or you might not close any, like, you might not even have a deal and contract, or everything might just go wrong. And if you don't, like, have that mindset to, to, for yourself to say, okay, regardless of what happened, I have to keep pushing. Some people might just go to route and just be like, I can't do that. I just can work wherever and just make my check and that's it. You know, and but I like the aspect of not having to ask anyone for a vacation. I want to take off, I want to do anything, but I just have to know that if I'm getting what I have to get done, I can do what I want. And that's what I'll have. uh, That's what the most joy I have about entrepreneurship. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just, yeah, you know, it's just, it's not easy. It can be stressful at times, like, you know, mentally and physically, it can be like draining because you just, sometimes you just, worry, in general, because it's just part of life and part of being a human. But you just get past that point and just try to keep pushing. Then you, you think about the end goal and about what you can accomplish. Yep, Good stuff. That's really about it.
1: me. Yeah, this is awesome. Let me know. Yeah. If someone wanted to, you know, you, you're mostly, you said, in Manhattan, Brooklyn. Yep. Yeah. If someone wanted to reach you to, you know, buy a house or or sell a house or just ask a question. Yeah. What's the best way to reach you? Um, you
0: can email me or you can just text you my cell phone. It's the best way I can get my number. Yeah, yeah, that no. one. Texting my cell phone, my number is, uh, 267-234-4084. I don't mind just answering questions to people. I don't mind helping people. Especially, I love, like, helping people who are... come from backgrounds. Like, I, I used to help out at the Community Outreach Center in, F- in South Philly, just helping people who are not from, you know, doesn't have a, a good education background. Or maybe from people who don't have a good household. I don't... I like helping people. Mm-hmm. And that's talking to them about, you know, different ways to think about, like, life or different ways to think about business and just try to help people to achieve what they want to achieve. So I don't mind asking people for questions. I don't care. If People can call me or email me. I don't mind helping people. Because real estate is the key to um, long-term wealth in this country. And being a minority, we don't have access to that. So, and, you know, as a minority yourself, you just know that we're not, we're not really taught that in our communities in general. So I like to just help people and just tell them, you know, this is how we can go about it. This is what you can learn. Um, and, you know, use your time, maybe not on social media. You have, uh, you know, you spent two hours online, you can you can spend two hours reading or benefiting yourself. We live in a world that you have access to everything that you didn't have 15 years ago. You can go on Google, you find it like that. Right. Any questions you want to know, you can go like that. Maybe you should know what the Kardashians were, were wearing. Maybe you should know what's happening in your community. And I think we don't have that in our communities. And so, people want to ask questions about real estate or in general, I'm, I'm happy to talk with them. Let's stop and share Share the phone number and share your email. my email is Daryl.williams at Compass.com. Is my, my first name is spelled D-A-R-R-E-L-L. And my cell phone is 267-234-4084. Okay. And now yep. Darrell.williams at Compass.com. Yep. Got it. Man, well, you're an awesome person. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Appreciate it. Thanks. For thank you. Me. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. <laughs>